This is the Finding What's True podcast. This is a podcast about being really honest with yourself and seeing what happens when that truth is your compass. Let's see where it takes us. Hi, everybody. How are you? How was your Thanksgiving? Did you survive? It's Monday. Here we are. I started reading a book. (laughs) I'm always finding a new book these days, which is awesome because um, I was just thinking over the weekend that after I had my first baby, I really stopped reading because I stopped sleeping. (laughs) Um, I used to read all the time and then in the survival mode of parenting, I really kind of put the books down, like the actual books. I would pick some things up. I would listen to a lot of audiobooks um, in fits and spurts, but um, it's so nice to actually have some books on the nightstand. So I found a book um, that I wanted to share with you guys because it brought up something that um, had kind of dropped into my head maybe like five or six months ago, this phrase came into my head, um, radical imperfection. And I remember thinking like, yes, like I want to have that tattooed on my arm. Like I want to, I want to be in that. I want to be in some radical imperfection. (laughs) And, um, and then my ego got in the way I was going to write about it. I was going to post about it. And then I just didn't. I was like, what, what is that? Is it, are we just trying not to be good at things? Like, what is that? You know? Um, so then I, I found out about this book by this nun who taught at the Immaculate Heart College here in Pasadena. Her name was Carita Kent. She's passed away now. Um, and she taught art there. And, um, she wrote this book called Learning by Heart. And everyone who took the class with her said, like, she didn't really teach us about art. She taught us how to be human beings, right? I mean, she did teach art. She was, I think, featured in, as a, she was on the cover of Time magazine. Like, she was a part of the art movement in the 50s and 60s, but I'd never heard of her. <laughs> and um, now I'm in love with her. <laughs> She sounded like such a badass. Um, her classes, like she was just describing them, they just sound amazing. But um, there's one part that brought this phrase back to me where she talks about if we focus on <clears throat> progress, we stop worrying about getting it right and we just start to get to it. We just start getting to the living, getting to the learning, getting to the loving, to the making. And I just like took that in and thought like, whoa, okay, yes, if we just focus on progress, right? If we stop worrying about getting it right. And then I just thought, oh my gosh, like, yes, we are just trying to get it right in all aspects of our lives all the time. If it's for me, like 
even the like the route I take to the grocery store like did I take the right freeway to shave off two minutes um how I made dinner right like we're trying to get it right in our parenting in our jobs obviously there's so much on the line with our work with our relationships um with our kids but also when we sit down to make anything creative I think there is that voice in our head that says you have to get this right and that there is some right way right to do it and I just love that like if we just focus on progress then we get to just sit down and get to it and and that to me is what happens that's the like the criminal part of our egos is it shows up and it tells us you're not going to get that right like you're going to mess up you don't know how to do that like you don't know how to cook you don't know how to paint you don't know how to draw you don't know how to write you don't know how to whatever right and so don't even try because you're just going to make a fool out of yourself and if we can set down the worrying about getting it right then we get to show up and get to it and the getting to it part is the magic part right that's the part that teaches us something it's that I think it's also like a radical beginner's mind even like I said it's not about it's not about showing up and being like well I'm just gonna be imperfect like I'm gonna make a ton of mistakes on this project like I'm not even gonna try it's not that it's that you show up in every single moment going yeah there's so much to learn like I'm gonna, I don't know I've never done this before um but I'm gonna be radically imperfect in it I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my ego that that's okay it's okay to be a human who doesn't know how <laughs> and and trust that like that soul voice, right? As Megan, Megan Watterson calls it, she calls it the ego versus the soul voice. That's there. The soul voice is always infinite. It's always ready to expand. It's always ready to play, to love, right? It wants to show up. It's excited about whatever your heart's desire is, you know? Um, I don't know why I just got a image of my niece riding her horse, Stella, if you're listening. Um, that's just what came to me. I was like, yeah, like when Stella is riding, she's in her soul voice. She's in this like magic place of complete synchronicity with the universe, right? But I'm sure her ego comes up sometimes and says like, what are you doing? You can't do this X, Y, Z, right? Um, and I just think this radical imperfection, again, I just, I might get it tattooed on me because I've been wanting a tattoo now that I'm 44. Um, can be such a mantra for us as we move forward in the things that we want to move forward in because our our ego just says go back to bed get under the covers um you need more rest that's what mine says it's like "Mm -mm, no you don't need to do any of that um and if we lean into that imperfection and we don't worry so much about getting it right we are so free to just get to it. And the other thing I loved about this book, Learning by Heart, she, she gives you some, uh, some exercises. 
and they are the exercises that she gave her students. And I was shocked at the repetition that she assigned people. One of them, I think, was a hundred drawings of one thing. Like, go out, find a native plant, bring it inside, make a hundred drawings of the leaves. Then step back and make a hundred drawings of the whole plant. And I just thought, yes, again, like, oh my gosh. So we are always trying to get it done. We want to be done. We want to check it off the list. Okay, did that and did it right, right? When you're doing something over and over and over and over and over a hundred times, a thousand times, you have to stop thinking about getting it done and you have to get into the process of doing it, the progress of doing it, the seeing, the feeling, the experiencing, the learning, right? In that moment of whatever it is you're doing. And that's life, right? We're never done. We always want to be done, but we're never done until we die. (laughs) And so there's this, if you can accept the repetition in life and see it as a chance to be in the curiosity, the experiment, the, if I do this thing a hundred times, what, what is going to reveal itself to me? You really free yourself from that, like, I'm going to check the box, right? Just checking boxes, um, which I'm so guilty of. Oh my gosh. Like, especially with my kids and I just feel like that is my, my work in my, my process during the days. I will make a list of things that I feel like I need to do and I want to get them done right, right? And I want the day to go smoothly. Um, but letting go of, of that when the day actually begins is the grace that you have to find for yourself, is the love you have to find for your human self, for your kids, because the chaos comes, Right? Everything you thought was going to happen doesn't happen. It never happens the way you think it is. Even the best of days, you're like, okay, it was pretty, pretty, pretty spot on to what I thought was going to happen. Um, it's never going to be exactly what you thought. And so like making room for the chaos, right? I think is, is a part of that, that I just feel like that's, as my friend Jamie Summer Handley would say, that's, that's freedom work, right? That's the work that will make you feel free if you can embrace that. And I just love it so much. I was at the beach this weekend and, um, I knew when we were going that my kids, everybody wanted to jump in the water. It's freezing. The water's really cold, even though it's been warm here. Um, because we'd gone the weekend before, and all this stuff comes up, right? Imperfection comes up. Do I want to be on the beach in a swimsuit right now? Um, But I threw it in the van anyway. I threw all of theirs in the van, and I threw mine in the van. And we got there, and it was just... All the surfers were in wetsuits, because it was really, really cold. And my partner and my daughter are like down by the water and they're like going in and out, in and out because it's so cold. And I just, I just, in my, I'm just like, I got to go. I got to jump in. I go, I want to jump in. I want to jump in. I want to jump in. I want to run past both of them and just jump in 
Um, and it was connecting me to this time when I was a teenager and I think we only did it like two or three times, but my mom let my little sister and I drive to the Washington beach ocean shores during October, which is when my birthday is. And it is freaking frigid in Washington in October on the coast and windy as hell. And we would jump in the water. And I mean, I still remember thinking like we could get hypothermia, (laughs) but we would jump in the water and we would have the best time. And as I was on the beach here this weekend, I was like, yes, that feeling of here's this hard thing. Um, I just want to go do it. And setting down the worry about whatever, right? What, what you think someone might think about your body. No one's thinking about your body, right? Um, but here's the other thing that happened. So I did it. I ran in, I jumped in. It was amazing. And my partner was like, what? Now I have to go jump in. Um, so me doing it made him feel like he could do it. And then my daughter was like, now I know I can do it, which is also awesome. Um, and we were all lit up and I was like, well, this is, this is it. I just need to join one of those polar bear plunge clubs. Like this feels amazing. Um, and I took a picture of myself cause I was like so filled with joy and, and then I got home and I went to look at the picture, which you can't really see pictures when you're on the beach. Right. And I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, Oh, this picture's awful. Right. You could see all my wrinkles. You could see all my sunspots. Like, whoa, it's like full sun on the face. Um, and I just stopped and I thought, interesting what's happening here, Sarah. Like you are looking at this picture, which was this full joy moment. And you are bringing forth the imperfection and allowing that to outweigh the truth of that moment, right? That, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I can see you in this picture, Sarah. I can see all the imperfections. And that's not really the kind of picture that we want. We want pictures that don't show our imperfections, right? Um, and this idea of radical imperfection to me is about loving all those parts of ourselves, right? It's about seeing them, not shying away from them and not trying to hide them from anybody, not trying to project some kind of perfect version of ourself. It is about showing up in our full joy, our full dedication, you know, to whatever task or however we're being in our moments. But it is about looking and seeing who we really are, I think, and loving that person. So I changed my profile pic (laughs) to that picture as a practice um, in embracing and leaning into that imperfection uh, for myself. And I'm really going to be just in it, I think, this week. It just feels like what I need to be reminded of. And um, I'll be sharing kind of, I think I'm going to just try to share more what comes up along the way. And I know it's so cheesy. I just think that at the end of the day, it is about this like radical idea of love. 
I remember reading something someone said once where it was like, we're either doing things from a place of love or we're doing things from a place of fear. And I think that's what this is about. It is really coming from a place of love in all the moments, in the work moments, in the in the personal moments, in the creative moments of like relaxing, slowing down, slowing, 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 slowing down and noticing those imperfections, loving them for what they are and focusing on the progress, the progress in our life. We are where we are and every day we get to show up and we get to do that thing a hundred times, right? We get to do it a thousand times. And we don't have to get it right. We get to just try. (laughs) We get to just draw the leaves a thousand times. And I just love that so much. I think that's so beautiful. It's just, it's just so freeing. Sending you lots of love for this week. And if you want to get a tattoo with me, feel free to reach out. Love you lots. Hey friends, if you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to do all those fun social things and like it, share it, leave a review. Uh, It will help the podcast and help me. And leave me a comment. Let me know if there's something that you'd like to hear more of as we get further along in this journey. Thanks so much for being here. Love you lots. Thank you.